Right now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, happy Tuesday, CMOS girlies. Welcome back to everyone's favorite podcast where you get all your super fun and juicy health and wellness information. I'm with Kate. We're going to be talking about topicals today, but first and foremost, we got to get into the intertopics because I know that's what most of you guys maybe probably come to us for. Yeah, whether whether it's us complaining about air conditioning units or weather um, or chin acne, any of the above. Um, I just thought that was one of Emma's points about acne. There is going to be chin acne. There's going to be acne discussion. Um, My points this week, kind of all over the place. Um, My first one that if you follow me on social media, you've already seen, but there's something called the Snoopy Show. Um, I've just been getting straight Snoopy videos on my TikTok for you page, which I love. But I was like, where are all these videos coming from? Like, I've seen the Peanuts, like Christmas and Thanksgiving and all these videos. But this looks like it's an additional Snoopy media source. What is this? What is this Snoopy media? So I just like Googled around some Snoopy stuff. I figured out that there has been a TV show on Apple TV, three seasons, like 12 episodes each of Snoopy that I have been missing out on because I'm someone, of course, who doesn't watch TV. No particular reason why I don't. I just don't. Um, But you know that my ass downloaded a free trial for Apple TV and I will be watching the entire Snoopy show in like a week. Um, I'm six episodes in. I've kind of taken a break. Today has been an awful one for me, but I'll get back in my Snoopy grind maybe tonight. Um, But if you're looking for some media that could bring you joy, I would recommend the Snoopy show. I'm not being paid by Big Snoopy. What's like the premise of the show? Is it just like following Snoopy around? Does it involve the other peanut characters? Yeah, all the other peanuts are in it. The first episode fucked me up. Snoopy has four brothers and one sister, and then all of them got adopted and he didn't. It like really made me sad. I also was high. I would recommend being high when watching it. It was just made everything very like euphoric and like sensory overload with it. I was like, fuck, Snoopy was an orphan. Like, oh my God. Anyways, um, besides the Snoopy show, what else have I been doing? Uh, my sister put me on to this protein powder. Shout out to my sister who low-key is a CMOS girlie these days. Um, Clean Simple Eats is the brand. I think it's like a, a father, a father, a husband-wife duo that just like wanted to make a clean protein powder the chocolate brownie one tastes like a brownie 
you could mix that shit with water and you could feel like you're drinking a brownie. Um, but you can eat it in more deluxe ways than that. So if you need a protein powder, I'd recommend that. It is whey protein, so be cautious. But I've not had any stomach issues from the whey. So is it isolate or concentrate? I don't know. I should check. Thank you for cool. that quiz question because I of really course. should know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were your points? Oh, my points. My points are not very eventful i feel like my life has just been swimming biking the bridge and yeah wandering around williamsburg but to get to our acne discussion it is very very unfortunate that dairy can sometimes cause acne now i was vegan for a while and then when i stopped being vegan i transitioned to like eating meat and eggs and fish but like not so much of true dairy Mm -hmm. and i guess it was largely because i was afraid that it would cause me acne and then i started to introduce you know like greek yogurt cottage cheese and then like i went full-blown with like other types of dairy and like i was fine but i realized like when you do eat really shitty quality of certain dairy products such as like some random cheese from like a restaurant I do immediately break out and that has become a big frustration for me recently because there's like two restaurants that my boyfriend and I constantly eat at throughout the week one is like this like little uh Mexican spot that I always get a I think chicken quesadilla and then we also get pizza on Sundays now And I'm like, I want to enjoy these things, but I also don't want the acne. And so I'm hoping maybe that like my body will just become like accustomed to like the dairy and maybe it'll Mm. somehow become like prone to it. And like, maybe we'll stop getting acne, but I just feel like I have a war zone on my chin now every other weekend and, and I'm tired of it. So if anyone has good, perhaps acne treatment products, let me know. I've just been using my CeraVe and rosehip oil and sending a prayer to God that, that the acne and zits and pimples just leave yeah prayer to god is usually good for acne i went to ralph's i walked myself to ralph's which am i going to describe this describe this to you as what i would think is the dairy queen of new york city because there's no dairy queen here mm-hmm. um you can get sundays and floats and weird shit like that i was shocked to find out there's no dairy queen in new york of like talking to people from new york and they're like what the fuck is that but mm-hmm. I walked there on Saturday night because I was bored as hell, was high as hell watching Snoopy. And I was like depressed. So I was like, let's go get a sundae. And of course, it was like bad quality dairy as well. It had whipped cream. It had ice cream, all the stuff. And it was kind of the thing where I started eating it. And I'm never someone to like not finish my ice cream. But it was so much sugar that I was like, I think I'm going to faint right now if I continue to eat this. Like I've tasted it. I'm nourished. I'm full. I got it. But I like didn't finish it, which felt like a very odd mood. I also was just depressed. So my hunger cues, I feel like, are low key off. Um, But yeah, I feel you on the chin acne department as well. I have no cure for you. My last point is, um, I don't know if anyone has heard of KEXP. It's a radio show, I want to say. It's like a music show on YouTube. I really should know what I'm talking about better. I'm sorry, everyone. But they have live performances from some of your favorite artists. And I've been really into the group Blonde Shell. Um, If you don't know, they're very like indeed a very strong like female vocalist and Loki she follows Seamoss Girlies so I want to make that clear because she went on How Long Gone the podcast and she was talking about health and wellness and so then I was like "Hmm, let me just like look back because she mentioned a lot of wellness stuff I was like she probably could maybe follow us in a parallel universe she does so I'm waiting for Blonde Shell to like share that shit to story and I will go crazy because I have been deep in the trenches listening to their EP um, and listening to this like live performance and it's just been like breaking me apart and I also feel like as someone who did choir growing up and I also play the guitar I really gravitate gravitate towards like female artists that have a similar kind of like pitch and range
range and tone that I do when I sing. So I really love her shit. So solid endorsement. Um, and then my only other note that I'll say before Emma talks about swimming is that um, I'm going back to Minnesota. I don't know, maybe this week's family shit, but pro- most likely next week. And I might do a little run. So if you're in Geneva or you follow me on Instagram, you've probably already seen it. But if you live in Minnesota, I'm probably going to do a little loop around the lakes perhaps get some brands involved you know I just hosted a really fun run in New York so I figured why not do it in my home state so if you live in Minnesota keep your eyes peeled for details on that we should totally make a hall of fame of like all the celebrities that follow CMOS girlies I know or that have like liked our memes like yeah Karen and Shipka once Azealia Banks yeah crazy something which I don't know if she needs to be in the hall of fame I'm sure there's some other people. Oh, there's like that Harmony girl from Girl Pool. Oh, love her too. Yeah. Um, and... The guy Luke's NYC who runs like Luke's NYC vintage stores follows us. We got, we got followers. And... We're, yeah, we got, we're, we got we're legit out here in the meme world of and in, on Instagram. I almost called it X. I'm getting all my social media. Oh God, not Twitter X. I, yeah, I forget about that shit. It, I, I only call it Twitter still. I'm like, I'm not. What am I supposed to say? I'm Xing today? Like, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> that sounds not good yeah like no. yeah anyway my last point yes I've been swimming and I've been loving it and I have realized that like swimming has made such a beautiful impact on my life that I have had this like urge to maybe teach swim lessons now I don't know what the certification process is because I'm too mm-hmm. lazy to look that up and I'm sure it's like some super like super expensive crazy course but I just like want to do more community good and there's like so many people that will come up to me at the pool when I am swimming and ask for tips and I'm like oh I must have like some sort of like friendly presence and I'm like thinking this could become like a fun side gig and maybe I could Mm. teach like private lessons for like rich kids in the upper west side or for anyone really or any age um so maybe catch me doing some lessons teaching some lessons not taking some lessons at some point in my life I just yeah, I think it's like good to do something that is more rooted in like community building and like helping others. And I just have realized that like that is such a significant thing that a lot of people are missing in their lives. And I'm really grateful that I have found that for myself and just like trying to find ways to diversify my my role as as a member in, in my community. Um yeah, so that's my only that's my only thing. Who knows? I'm kind of like that. going through like not like a midlife crisis, but I'm like, what am I doing with my life exactly? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's like normal for you to be yeah. in your twenties. So I've I've just been bouncing a lot of ideas off of my head of things that I could maybe do. Yeah, I love that big ideas, even if they don't come to fruition as you want. I feel like it's a good process to just like think about big things because I think when you're just like in the Truman Show, as I've felt the past mm-hmm. week, where every day feels kind of the same, it gets kind of scary and weird so it's good to have like long-term dates in the calendar even though that's something I'm bad at but no I certainly feel you time has been a weird one for me where like I felt on a path and I felt like I've had my shit pulled underneath for me the past like while and I feel just like kind of off that and like hopeless and stuff but you know smile to the cameras smile to my social media (laughs) I'm kidding I've been posting about like what I feel and stuff but I think it's hard to find that balance between like sharing and not sharing everything which anyways um if you've been seeing some memes that are grumpy they're probably coming from Kate versus Emma (laughs) with my life right now I feel like I'm at that point with memes where I don't even know what topics to make memes about anymore I know I haven't really been on I haven't really been on the health and wellness podcast game also, that reminds me, I was on t- Twitter and Melissa Broder, who wrote that Milk Fed and yeah. So Sad Today, she has a new book coming out. 
oh yeah I feel like someone messaged me that like a long time ago but um yeah because I remember she stopped doing her podcast and I was like really there was a hole in my heart for that I Um, should we should go back and listen to those episodes you and I would crack out I won't want to crack up start cracking up yeah I was gonna say I was gonna try to look like a mind crack up and like loling but that obviously did not work out crack out loud loud. we were cracking out loud we were laughing out loud because she's just laughing hilarious and so unhinged and wow throwback to that moment in our lives I should go back and listen to her old episodes yeah that's a good idea I've been listening to I have been really listening to the health podcast because I have not wanted to have my own thoughts in my head so I've just been supplanting that with podcasts um and I listened to one today that was about hypnosis and not not i'm just gonna no, all i'm gonna say is i did download a hypnosis app so oh, i'll god, let you know dude. if i hypnotize myself this week and how that goes um oh god <laughs> no it sounds great i have to think i think it was the genius life with max whatever logare whatever the fuck's name is mm-hmm. um yeah they're talking about pain management and like what you think about your pain and and um, i downloaded the app it's called reverie <laughs> i'll let you know how it goes checking I'm on intrigued. kate maybe we do a podcast episode on that yeah i'll hypnotize you you hypnotize me back and forth perfect that's what we need um but today's episode is about topicals so can you get magnesium absorbed through the skin vitamin c what's up with all that stuff um there's a lot here and it's a topic that i don't really think about a lot so yeah i don't think about it either i think like growing up i just have a history of skin issues in the family and so we have had to be very um cognizant about what we do apply on our skin so i never Mm. really feel like i went down that rabbit hole of like buying random lotions and creams yeah yeah so we're gonna we're gonna talk to y'all about that i will call you back and then let's get into it we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. 
It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, CMOS girlies, let's talk about topicals. Let's talk about stuff you can put on your skin. Does it get absorbed well? I feel like this is a good topic for all my Epsom salt bath takers, myself included. Um, So the overall question for this pod is like, can you absorb both vitamins and also different like nutrients through your skin? So we're going to touch on everything from like magnesium to CBD to vitamin C and like what is kind of the science side of like when something touches your skin. So when we think about taking nutrients through our bodies, obviously a lot of people will think about swallowing pills or powders. And that's kind of like the format that we know. Also food is a way that we absorb nutrients. And so when we talk about nutrient absorption, we're usually talking about absorption from nutrients that go from your digestive system into the bloodstream. So that's like the main way that most of us are getting our vitamins filled. Um, You also can get certain things like delivered through your body through the skin. So some ways outside of what we're going to be talking about in this episode include things like nicotine, estrogen, testosterone, and certain pain medications. They all can be delivered through the skin with different like medicinal patches or gels or creams. And so the thought behind like lumping vitamins into this category is like, if we can do those things, why not vitamins and minerals through your skin? You know, a lot of people hate swallowing pills. What if you can absorb it through the skin and it's a lot faster and a lot more bioavailable, meaning that your body can use these nutrients a lot better. Um, here's some complications to that, like kind of high and mighty idea is that the skin is designed to be a very impenetrable barrier, which means that not a lot is supposed to be able to just go through it. Like imagine if everything that you touched in a day ended up in your bloodstream. That would be quite scary, especially as someone who lives in New York City, like all of the random objects I touch. So if everything that touched my skin went into my blood, it would be World War II in my body. And I think I would disintegrate and not be able to fight off all of the bacteria that I touch. And so that's why like you also, from the positive angle, you can slather your skin with like a mineral-based sunscreen like we talked about. And those contain zinc. And you can do that all summer long and you're not going to have way too much zinc in your body because studies have shown that this topical application of zinc-based sunscreen, it has very minimal impact on the amount of skin or the amount of zinc that goes into your blood. So it protects you from the sun. It is a zinc-based thing, but your zinc levels within your skin are not going to like skyrocket to 10,000 because you put a lot of sunscreen up. And so in order for these things to be absorbed through your skin and into your bloodstream, it has to do two different things. First of all, it has to have... Uh, it has to be lipophilic, which also means that it's fat soluble. So when we talk about water soluble versus fat soluble vitamins, and it also needs to be very, very, very small because these particles can't just like make it through your skin barrier unless they're very tiny. So then when it comes to like engineering a vitamin that could be absorbed through the skin or like through a lotion or something like that, it's going to have to be fat soluble first of all, and it's also going to have to be something pretty tiny. And so that kind of limits like what could actually go on your skin and get used as like a nutrient or a vitamin you've probably seen or maybe you haven't seen but a rise of what are called like vitamin patches i think there's a company called the good patch um it is what exactly what you think it is it looks like a clear band-aid put it on the inside of your wrist or sometimes like your arm or something like that and it's supposed to give you you know your daily multivitamin or it's going to have something like this is an energy patch or a sleep patch or a stress patch and once again these are supplements so they're not regulated 
regulated by the FDA, meaning that like a lot of these patch products will contain a disclaimer that says this product has not been tested for safety or efficacy. Basically meaning, yeah, we don't really know if this product actually is going to give you the adequate amount of vitamin D. And so a lot of the compounds that are found in these very like commercially marketed transdermal patches, they're called, they're neither going to be using a fat soluble vitamin or they're not going to be using these really small particles as mentioned before. And so I highly doubt that much of like this green tea extract or like in some of these like skinny patches, like God forbid, now we have like skinny patch, like the skinny tea, but they use a compound called like Garcina. If you've ever seen the supplement, like skinny Garcina, Emma and I always used to laugh at that one in the supplement section In all of like the weight loss or like metabolism patches, they have green tea or Garcina in the weight loss patch, but like as if that shit's actually going to go into your bloodstream because a lot of these things are one not fat soluble and two, not small enough to actually enter the bloodstream. And so my bet is like, if you're going out and spending, like, let's say, let's even like make it sound cheap. Let's say it's $60 for 30 patches, $2 a day for your daily dose of vitamin D. That's not, you're not absorbing that. There's no way in hell that your body's actually going to get that, which we'll talk about like later parts of the episode. But that's kind of like the logic of like why we would try to absorb things through the skin and then like how possible that kind of is. Whenever I think of topicals or like those vitamin patches, I always just think back to when I worked at anthropology because anthropology is like the destination for like all of those like gimmicky patches, whether it's like the hangover patch and other ones that you mentioned. And whenever I saw those, I was like, who is actually buying these? And I think it really just goes to show like the beauty of like marketing and advertising. Cause like people would just buy cause it's like cute packaging and like, it looks fun to put on your body. Totally. But like you said, the likelihood of it being like actually effective is pretty slim. And I think people, again, when it comes from anything's health and wellness related, just want like quick fixes. And it's like, Oh, I, if I can just like put this patch on versus like actually, you know, trying to redo some of the things that I did maybe from the night before then maybe I'll like be okay um and we're obviously going to get into like vitamins and different minerals but castor oil has also been pretty big on TikTok recently so I think from a cultural standpoint we should touch on that and so castor oil for the girlies who maybe aren't on that side of TikTok I kind of am and kind of am not it's a catch-all natural product And the usage actually dates back to ancient Egypt. So there is some cultural significance here when we're talking about castor oil and for the use of it. What I found interesting, though, is that the FDA has actually approved it for one specific use, which is a laxative. And typically with a lot of like natural remedies, you don't typically see that getting approved by the FDA. And a lot of supplements, like Kate said, aren't regulated. So I think it's interesting that like that has at least gotten some approval from, you know, one of the institutions that we have here. And the reason that it can be good as a laxative is because essentially when you ingest the oil, it gets broken down into your small intestine and then it releases like this acid, which is the rhyolenic acid, which is like the main fatty acid that is found in castor oil. And this essentially gets absorbed into our intestine and then really leads to this like stimulating a strong laxative effect. And that's why it's classified as a stimulant laxative, meaning that like it can act rapidly and it's typically used for like temporary constipation or if there's any type of like medical procedure that requires like a quick release, they will typically use this or maybe some other product to to encourage that release of the bowels. Um, But recently, like I said, there's been like a lot of hype on social media. I've been getting a lot of like the castor oil pack TikTok videos. And looking at the hashtag, there has been over 750, 758.4 million views and a lot of these people that are making videos on castor oils are definitely like I said 
making these broad sweeping claims such as like you can wear it off wrinkles boost hair boost hair growth sharpen vision and like induce labor um but unfortunately like typically how these things go is that like none of these claims actually have any scientific evidence and it's just like more of just like people trying to hop on a trend and go viral so like for example the claim that like castor oil can sharpen vision Castor oil, yes, is included in a lot of formulations for eye drops to act as a lubricant to help your dry eyes, but castor oil alone will not boost eye health. And also too, like if your product or if your castor oil tincture is not like sterilized and you get that into your eye, like that could lead to a lot of like terrible damage with getting all that bacteria in there. And then even too, for like boosting hair growth, yes, it's like possible that castor oil may be able to add moisture to the hair, making it less prone to breakage and allowing it to grow longer. But again, there's like no actual evidence to support this. And then there was another claim about like it shrinking tumors, which I just found like kind of insane to like make such a claim like that. And it's one of those things where like, if castor oil could do that, or if castor oil could actually help sharpen your vision, like medical practitioners who are certified and have far more brain cells and intelligence than like these people on TikTok would be recommending such products to people and like prescribing this. And yeah. so I think like that's really like the scary thing that does typically happen in the health and wellness space, especially with like supplements and other stuff that isn't regulated, is that you can make these broad sweeping claims and then someone who, you know, maybe is desperate for a solution will get influenced into maybe avoiding to get proper treatment to then just like go out and buy this one thing to cure themselves. Um, and then like therefore putting themselves at risk is who knows what type of complications or potential, you know, al- allergic reactions that they could have. And this kind of reminds me of the parasite cleanse when everyone was like freaking out about the parasite cleanse and like people were like claiming like how amazing it was for their system. And it's like, no, you guys are like actually harming your insides. Um, so it's definitely just like a a, a a difficult space to to navigate. And unfortunately, you know, there's it's very hard to know what's fact and what is fiction out in that social media landscape. Yeah, I totally agree. Like oftentimes when I see something that is this like miracle thing, first of all, I'm skeptical, but second of all, I'm like, wait, if this is so cool, wouldn't every doctor in America prescribe it? And yeah, a lot of doctors like I, I feel like you have the conspiratorial angle about doctors of like you know they feed us our poison so they can sell us the cure like there's a lot of stuff that is pretty beneficial like I think of like psilocybin as an example that like we don't have legalized and that could provide like so much benefit for people with like PTSD and different like mental health disorders and so it's like why are we not legalizing that and doing that so there is reason to be skeptical of like oh maybe doctors don't want to actually help people like I I hear you but at the same time like you can't say that doctors don't want to help people broadly like there are some bad you know incentives of being a doctor out there and prescribing people certain drugs but yeah just because tiktok says something's going to cure you i don't necessarily know about that but the next one we're going to talk about is magnesium which i don't think i have to say much about why that supplement is so beneficial and i do feel like i get random magnesium content a lot on tiktok and so maybe the gospel is spreading wider than i think or like everyone's in on it but there was a pubmed article that i read um, and it's called myth or reality transdermal magnesium transdermal means absorbed through the skin so the logic is that the skin is the largest organ of the body and it's about 10 percent of the total body mass of the average person and so the primary function of the skin as i kind of mentioned before is to provide this barrier between the body and the external environment. And so the barrier protects us against like UV radiation, different allergens and chemicals. Um, And this means that this kind of like amount of that our body can absorb is very limited, right? Um, And so to get through to the skin, the substance has to penetrate what's called the epidermis, or it has to be absorbed by sweat glands or hair follicles. 
And so the epidermis is this layer that's primarily composed of fatty acids, such as cholesterol and ceramides. Nutrients have to pass through the outer layer to have an effect on your skin. And so that's why when nutrients are fat soluble, they then will be able to pass through the epidermis. And so then they're going to be much more available for your body to use than a water soluble vitamin. And so since like, here's the thing as it relates to magnesium. So since dead skill, dead, dead skin cells that live on this upper layer, they don't contain what are called like functional magnesium transporters, meaning that like magnesium can't like freely float throughout this layer of your skin. Um, magnesium absorption is only going to be possible at, in the small area of your sweat glands or your hair follicles. And so we, transdermal magnesium is not scientifically proven as a form of magnesium application. Um, this article was suggesting that we need a lot more research and it needs to focus on a larger number of human subjects and they need to be given a higher concentration of magnesium, like a magnesium cream that would be administered for like longer duration to be able to tell if like this specific type of application is going to be doing anything um, and if it's going to contribute like much better than a pill or a powder would. Um, another way that magnesium could enter the body is through the lymphatic system because the the dermis um, and it enters the circulatory system, which it like bypasses this like GI tract in your body. Um, but the article is just saying like we can't recommend the application of transdermal magnesium yet. Um, so that was the overall kind of magnesium thing, um, as I'm staring at this magnesium lotion that I have in my apartment right now. I have a magnesium spray that I think we got gifted as PR probably back in 2019. And I don't know why I have it. And I don't know why I brought it to my new apartment and I have not touched it once, Yeah, but I'm just... I'm just like, I want to drink my magnesium. Let me, let me sip on it. I don't want to spray yeah. it. On my I've definitely applied it. And like, we're going to get into a little bit of like CBD lotion and stuff, but I was expecting it to kind of have that like icy hot, like, um, kind of intense feeling that sometimes happens when you put on other like targeted serums and stuff, but it was mm -hmm. kind of a bust for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel that. Um, getting into more of the specific vitamins, though, we have vitamin C, which all of us know is amazing for skin. Um, and it's really vital for the production of collagen, which is why vitamin C is so great for skin health, because it's like collagen is the main building block for skin. And also vitamin C contributes to like antioxidant protection and against like UV damage. Um, and so like really when people are considering taking like a topical vitamin C, like it'll often be targeted or a lot of the claims will be that it can help improve like brighter skin and even skin tone and also help against like this uv damage and any other type of free radicals um and kind of like doing some research in terms of like is vitamin c more effective and from either taking a topical um supplement whether it's like a serum or a cream or should you just rely on it more through your like actual supplements whether that's like a pill or just from your natural diet and vitamin C can be delivered to the epidermal layer by topical application, but the efficacy of this is going to be like really dependent on the formulation of the cream or serum that is used on the particular skin. And that's really because like when vitamin C is exposed to either air, heat, or light, the exorbic acid, which is like the most effective form of topical vitamin C, it can become less effective at delivering vitamin C skin benefits. But there has been like some research that has shown that like pairing vitamin C with other antioxidants can help with stabilizing the vitamin C and like it not getting to not having any negative effects from getting exposed to, you know, the air or the heat. And when looking at synthetic forms of vitamin C, these are less effective at permeating through the skin. And when it comes to like formulations, that's why you're going to really want to look at whether there's like other ingredients that 
are added to the formula to either help negate any type of this, essentially any any negative effects from it getting exposed to like air and heat. And then also to like just the quality overall, whether you're taking like an oral supplement or a topical supplement is going to largely influence efficacy. And if you're someone who wants a natural form, like obviously look for azorbic acid, or there might be other synthetic synthetic forms that if you like go on the internet, and then if you look at the ingredient list, you'll find that. And like vitamin C can be sold uh, as a standalone ingredient. And then again, like I said, it can be added into many different other types of formulations, but then kind of looking at the difference between like, you know, relying only on supplements and not using topicals. There have been like some reviews of studies that involve like nutrition and like another appearance. And they identified 27 studies. And essentially the TLDR is that the analysts indicated that in the most reliable studies, like the intervention with like a nutrient supplement or foods was associated with improved measures of skin elasticity and facial wrinkling and roughness in color. And many of the, the nutrient interventions did show a benefit, including a high intake of like fruit and vegetables, which can contribute to significant levels of vitamin C to the diet. And that is where we're largely getting a lot of our vitamin C and knowing that so many of us probably are nutri nutrient deficient across many vitamins and particularly vitamin C, it sort of makes sense that any type of intervention study would lead to some sort of benefits. And like at the end of the day, taking vitamin C, whether a topical form or through just your diet or through another supplement, like you're still going to reap a lot of those benefits. And still, like kind of like overall, like, yes, you should be prioritizing, you know, getting as many nutrients as you can from your diet, but for like very specific uses and in this case, skin, it might be beneficial to also take a topical form of vitamin C for a lot more of those like specific antioxidant purposes for the skin. Yeah. And then to talk about vitamin D quickly. So vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin. And so there's this like randomized control study that kind of looked at like if vitamin D3 could be absorbed through a topical form. And they found that this like certain formulation can effectively and safely be delivered. And it goes by a dermal route, which kind of like prevents against, um, let's say you were taking like oral and then also like topical, like you couldn't really like overdose on that. Um, and not to say that like, you know, absorbing stuff through the skin doesn't work. Like, I don't want to seem like it's a skeptic because like people have been using different like oils and balms for like centuries and different healing practices. Um, but a lot of times like physicians and like doctors are only going to be using creams and lotions to particularly like prevent a disease. And as we know, with modern medicine, so much has changed based on like, let's say your, your arm got cut off in 1700s. I'm pretty sure we would do a different thing versus like what they were doing back then now. And so, um, yeah, like with vitamin D, it does work because it is fat soluble. Um, it is able to penetrate this barrier and make it across. So you are good to go on vitamin D. Yeah. And I think that also when it comes to like topicals too, like you can't just take a topical for in this instance, maybe D or C, and then just like have not the most well-rounded diet because like your body is going to like still end up suffering and you can only add so much vitamin C to your skin and like the likelihood of you actually fully absorbing that who knows what that percentage is like so again it's like one of those things where you have to be pretty aware of the usage and also you have to like look at other aspects of your life because so much of like your skin is closely tied to like your gut and skin and stress and sleep um and then lastly getting into CBD we had a full CBD episode that I suggest listening. That was probably, I don't know, episode somewhere in the 60s. And we did touch on creams and topicals. 
I haven't really experienced much with CBD t- creams, but I'm sure Kate has. And I think my dad has as well. Um, but really like the main thing with creams and topicals for CBD is that it is going to be absorbed through the pores in the skin and then penetrate to the inner layers of the skin, but will likely not enter your bloodstream. So you don't really have to worry about any of those potential side effects, but some absorption takes place can be really, really low. And that's why you have to kind of constantly be applying liberally in order to actually obtain or really feel those like effects that people say that they experience when they do apply CBD creams. And like the creams can alleviate discomfort. And again, like I said, you have to use like a large amount to feel the effects. And especially with like lotions and creams, these are going to work more locally, making them like a really great option for things like arthritis, menstrual cramps. And that's one of the reasons why people like CBD creams is because like they don't have to go through the entire process of like CBD interacting with other systems in their body. And it can be like very localized, similar to like the icy hot situation where it's like if you have some sort of like muscle pain or cramp, you can at least like target that specifically. And again, like the vehicle that you decide to use CBD for is going to be highly dependent on like the benefits you are seeking. So if you don't really care about like you trying to like release some sort of like muscle pain through a cream and you want to just like take CBD because you're like constantly stressed all the time, then like that obviously makes sense. So you maybe want to do something that's a little bit more involves more of like an oral ingestive property. Yeah. And like when I was injured, I was playing around with a lot of the different creams and topicals that you can do. And I have to say that the one that did the most for me um was a random oil that I got from an acupuncturist and I wish I could tell you what it is nothing in English on the bottle um it smells very astringent when I put it and it's like one time I put my contacts in like a few minutes later and I was like holy shit this is still in my fingers and my eyes are burning right now but it was burning in a great way um I know tiger balm is very popular among runners icy hot I feel like people use um there is an ingredient that Joggy uses in their um uh CBD and it's called Arnica um I want to think I'm saying that correctly they have a little CBD salve thing that you can rub um and it's been around for centuries and it does have like active chemicals in it and it's like known to kind of reduce this swelling and pain in your body so yeah I would say like look into that um but you know, it's, it's tough to rely as Emma said, because it's only getting absorbed like locally for that to change, like something like a chronic pain situation, but it can be good for like an acute injury perhaps. So TBD on that, um, play around with it. Let us know, let us know if you have any products you like that kind of do work for you and like what you think about it, or maybe you've tried the vitamin patches and you do feel like they really have changed. Like, let us know. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. And I feel like overall topicals are effective and they can be utilized for certain specific reasons and needs. But I think like when we are zooming out and thinking about like holistically as like trying to obtain certain nutrients, to, like meet your daily value needs, like topicals probably aren't the way to go. I think I think about, about them more in terms of like skincare related reasons. Yeah. And I think like, that's probably what most of you guys are too, but it is very interesting that there's now like multivitamin patches that you can just like apply on your arm. And that kind of, I think is like a little, a little funny to me. Cause I'm like, no way that can be real, but that yeah. is just the industry for you. That's where we are in wellness. Crazier things coming soon. I bet <laughs> who knows what it'll be. But thank you, girlies, for listening. Emma, you got any crazy Sunday or it's Monday, Monday night plans? I need to buy deodorant and I need to buy body wash. So I'm going to probably take a trip to Target, even though shopping at Target in New York is just not Not the same same. as shopping Target in the Midwest. And I kind of actively avoid 
the targets yeah. here because they're really sad and yeah. depressing but i also don't want to go to Dwayne reed where everything is locked up yeah. so i'm kind of like maybe i do just have to go to target and suck it up yeah targets are depressing here i will cite you on that um i'm gonna watch some more snoopy show i think that's gonna be my thing and edit this audio in my normatex so fun classic nights kate. we got going over here classic kate in the normatex boots that's i live in those things but thank you girlies next week who knows um we'll pod we'll pod we'll pod we'll have a pod out but who knows the topic is let us know if you have any fun topics we should do we've been getting some suggestions in the dms which have been good so keep them coming and we'll let you know but pleasure to pod with you dog pleasure to pod with you too dog cool and we'll see you girlies next tuesday Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now, but I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee-pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? Get pet essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.